episode 346 after the whistle presented by Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino. Nothing else comes close. And I have to imagine not many people bet the Patriots the other day. Right? How many people, people, how many people do you think would in their right mind bet on that team? The offense stinks to high hell. Like, I mean, awful. All year long, they've been doing, they, they stunk to high hell. Name me one person, maybe some diehard New England Patriots fan. Just, he's okay with losing his money because he just wants to support the team. Time for McDermott to go. Really? Yeah, not right now. But when they miss the playoffs this year, why? Why McDermott? Like, explain to me why you're why you're saying McDermott. I have loved what he's done for the culture of the team. Yeah, I think he has absolutely changed the culture. But then yeah. I think there's a, I think every coach has their limits. I think you have good coaches that can help teams develop into something good, but then maybe just can't get them over the hump. He's not throwing the goddamn football. He's not making the offensive plays. What? He run the what? defense though. He's running the defense though, isn't he? Yeah. It's a problem with the defense. It's a problem with the defense. Great late in the game there. What how, how long did they have? How long did that shitbag team have to make it down the field? Two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. You know, um, no, no, no. It was less. Their than quarterback. That. It was their less quarterback. Than that. No, it was. It was like two, it was a little yeah. under two minutes. Okay, it was Whatever. under two minutes. There was no two minute warning involved in their possession of the ball. With like, yeah. what they have two timeouts. They might I don't have know. One. They might have only had one timeout. I can't remember. I, and I, that's honestly, why it's that's why it's so mind blowing. It, it it's actually almost comical, laugh laughable. You have a guy, a quarterback in New England that literally cannot throw the ball. He literally cannot put points on the board. His his um, wide receivers stink to high hell. His, uh, you know, Gilsicki has been a non-factor the entire season, like literally a non-factor. And he Ooh, goes and seconds? catches. Dos who? I have no idea who you're talking about. Okay, well, just shut the hell up and just listen then. Instead of being an idiot all the time. No, I don't even want to talk bills. Okay, okay. <laughs> let's let even... the bills nice. people fester in their misery. It's, it's let, hilarious, listen. man. Hey, shut up listen. for a second, please. Shut <laughs> up. Let the bills people fester in their terrible situation, and let's 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 talk about the Sabers. Let's talk about the Sabers. Nice win on Saturday night. Damn right. It's been painful for me. It's been painful for me to sit here and not have anything to say. I didn't even go on Twitter. I didn't. I had something tweeted out on my phone. I was, oh, yeah. I was like, no, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. So what was it? What? I bet you can't even remember what it was. Oh, you. Absolutely. I can't remember it, but it was good. <laughs> it was damn good. But I'll say this. Congratulations to that team. They played a hell of a hockey game. That's the way they need to play to win hockey games. What's it start with? Veteran goaltender. 
Okay. Okay. No, no, no. You're teeing. You're teeing me up there. You want to. You want to press my buttons already. I didn't want to play your game. I didn't want to play your game. Uh, But I I just first and foremost, can we just before you go on your your praise and everybody played well and all this other shit, Eric Comrie deserves some immediate recognition because I bet there were a lot of doubters when he took the net the other night. And, 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 no, I don't and think there's any doubters. There have been a lot of times where, where I'm wrong and I'll be the first one to come out and talk about it. But then a lot of times I'm right and I don't say shit. Okay. When and now right. it's one. It's one. Tell game. me what you're right about. I have said, give this guy a chance. Okay. What? Have I not? You're... Well, fuck. Who, who, who. They're going to give they're going to give a chance to somebody at oh, some point. And it's not going to be Pekalukanen. I was talking last year. Even it goes oh, back to year. last year. Oh, okay. Oh, you yeah. are you kidding me? You you say I was saying years ago that Tage Thompson's gonna be unbelievable. You take credit for Tage Thompson all the time. He basically No, I don't I don't I don't take credit. I told people that you need to give this giraffe time to freaking grow into his body. That's what I he was 205 pounds at six foot seven. He was gangly and, and didn't have okay. the strength or the or the mental side of things, and he grew into into a well, he grew into a pretty goddamn good player. Okay, fine. Let's not get sidetracked here. Eric Comrie. Oh, listen to you. Good. Oh, my yeah. God. Friggin' nickname Squirrel, and you're telling me let's not get sidetracked. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I just say Eric Comrie. Wait, steer start the him, show. Start him tonight. That's all I'll say. Start him tonight. And it's good. You know what it does? Takes a little pressure off Levi, but also takes a little pressure off Comrie. Got his first win under his belt. I'm sure he's probably mm-hmm. been a little pissed off. Sitting at home in the summer, listening to all the Levi praise, just getting pushed down the pecking order. I mean, he probably thought there was a time where people would have rather seen Yuri Coolidge playing that than him. So I bet he's got to be feeling pretty damn good. And I'll tell you the one thing that you can sit here and praise him before you praise the entire team, which they well deserve. And Casey Middlestad is just fucking unbelievable. And but I just wanted Samuelson deserves a little bit of love because he's not a guy that scores often. So you got to point a little finger there. What a shot. What a pass by Middlestad. But I was disappointed in one thing with the game. Okay. Let me think here. Let me think what you would be disappointed in. Nope. No. Nope. Let me hear them out loud. Don't don't answer your own question. Well, it's it's, it's not goaltending. Nope. It's not a defensive play. Nope. Oh, uh, oh, I would oh, st- oh, oh. rewind. Rewind. Okay. Well, let me let me hear it then. Let me hear let me hear your displeasure in the defense of play. Just wish they could have shut it down and got him to shut out. Good one. Good one. That would have been his third shutout. Oh, man. Good for you, Andrew. Good for you. That was well, a good one. I actually agree with you there, bud. <laughs> I felt <laughs> sick when that puck went in. I uh, felt I sick. Man, did he deserve that shutout. I wanted yeah, I that did. so bad. And I didn't say it out loud. You know what? I, I didn't say it to my kids that I was watching the game. I didn't say it. You want to know why? It's a kiss of death. Can't say that outside. Oh, he's gonna get a shadow tonight. This is awesome. Boom in the net. How many times have you seen that? Far too many. So you don't say anything. And um Comrie played played awesome. And I felt I felt bad for Comrie, but I also felt bad for uh 
uh, who is it? Uh, Connor Clifton that uh, it it literally deflected off his chest into the net. Like, come on, come on. And, and all you in know all, what, though, and that's all. No, a lot of love, a lot of love there for the boys. Uh, well done. Comrie looked really calm. Didn't he? Did he not look real calm? They played. They played pretty damn good in front of him, though. And this is this is what this is what I talk about. For me, is it feels good to win games, right? Now I'm sure. You know, Tate the two, Thompson, the two games they've won. It had, they've been nice wins. Even even the and but here's the thing: both games late goals. Let's take note of that. Yes. Okay. Don't like Could, it. Don't like that. That's like something at all. Gotta, that's something you got to tighten up. But, but for the most part, the way they played those games to win them, really good. Can we? I want to bring it up because I have to bring it up. I have to bring it up. Alex Tuck. Alex Tuck. It's not known for his fighting. Let me tell you something. God, that was good to see. You know, you got Jeff Skinner that gets clipped. You know, you call it, a, you know, a bit of a, a dirty hit. Jeff Skinner's one of their top players. You know, you got to react off those things. You got to react off those things. And Alex Tuck took not even a half a friggin' second to react off that because you will not do that to guys on our team. And what a boost. What a massive boost. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm freaking jacked at home. I'm not even playing the bloody game. I didn't play the game, but I'll tell you right now, you know who appreciates that? The fans that are watching appreciate that. The players on the bench are getting jacked up watching one of their top players, one of their best offensive players react within a second to protect another. And that to me, we talked about this at length for a very long time. This is team toughness. This is, 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 is a part of building something. Well done, Alex Tuck. Well done. Awesome job. Uh, now, did he that... score a goal in that game? Did Alex no, Tuck score? No, no, he didn't. He did something just as big or even bigger. He jacked up the uh, the energy of the crowd. He jacked up the players on the team. And if he if he doesn't think sitting in his stall after the game that he was one of the major factors to drive the ship in the right direction, man, good on him. Good on him for uh, for sticking up for for Skinner. Well, I don't want to go too far back in time but i i have to mention gergensen's too he did that uh against tampa bay but we focused so much and he got pumped yeah but that's listen i got yeah. i got my ass handed to me many times it's not it's literally not even about well i wish, yeah. <laughs> I, wish you would have, I wish you would have dropped his he gloves. A tough 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 guy come on okay we'll drop your fucking gloves well, I just like saying, you're, you're in a battle. That's you're in a battle. Protect yourself. You don't even have to fight. You don't even have to throw a punch. Grab the guy. Well, just, Kurgensen okay. is a, he's a big, strong, he's a big, strong man. That way. I was, I didn't no, see no, no, this no, conversation no. going that way. I was giving him some Petey, credit. Petey, and I just, I didn't. Andrew, what, what, what? Andrew. Yep. Do I like what Gergensen did? 
do I like how he came to the defense? The problem is the other team has multiple tough players. He just happened to be one of them in Watson. And we don't have okay, I any have a players on our team that can that can yeah. basically handle Watson. We let's, have not let's, let's move past that. Okay. Can I, don't I just to... can I just stop for a second? Because I don't want to put this down like it's a negative. What? Great job. Great yeah, job, I, know, I, know, I don't course, care if you got I don't care if you got fed like, you know, three right hands to the jaw. Like a baby getting fed a bunch of fucking squash oh, like carrots. Squash carrots. Squash and carrots, man. <laughs> squash and carrots multiple times. But I've been there. I know that you have been there. We've oh, all been there. You. And Speak it's about yourself. being there for your teammates. And that and that means something. I love it. I do wish they had some some sandpaper. When I mean sandpaper, some guys that can actually handle themselves and maybe make a statement back to that team to say, you are not going to push around the Buffalo Sabres. I guess I just think back to all those years that I played against the Buffalo Sabres for so many years. I know we've heard, I've there were so oh many my God, players. Oh my God. That, I can't hear that, I can't hear it anymore. I know you hated to play. You say no, 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 but you say it. But you look at, at me. I'm doing Miro everybody C- a favor. Miro Sedan, Danny Briere, Chris Jury, all of these high end players over the years felt very comfortable here in Buffalo. Yeah, all did. the top players just went out and they did what they did best. And that's there's a rumor that Devin Levi's starting tonight. He should start tonight. Hundred percent. Are you serious? I am absolutely one hundred percent. The first dead four games of the season yep. go one and three. You yep. put in you put in Comrie, who plays. Ex- oh my god! I almost did it. What did I almost say? He plays what? He plays mm. exceptionally well. Exceptionally well. And then, and then you go back to your routine. No, this is where you deviate from your plan. Is this about winning games? Is this about winning games? That's my question. Is it about winning games? Yeah, everything's and about winning games. So then you're not playing Levi, or you should not play Levi. Even, oh, if, even if you do come play on. and he wins, I don't give a shit. I think it's wrong. I think Comrie yeah. has earned the start. Totally, di- totally disagree. Um, I, I, I think that Look, man, uh, I, I think that Devin Levi's that? had enough time to to um, deflate a little bit after hit the start of his season. Okay. Um, I would not say that uh, Devin Levi has played poorly. I would not say that. I think he's actually played well. I think the team in front of him needs to be much better. They need to be better. Ha- could, does does um, Levi go back, watch video, and say, oh, Jesus, wish I could have that one back. I wish I played this one a little bit different. The answer is yes, just like most goaltenders throughout a season. Okay. I think Devin Levi is a hell of a goaltender. You got to get him in a routine. He needs to play. There's nothing wrong with playing him against the Montreal Canadiens. That's just my, that's my opinion. I didn't say there's anything wrong with playing him against the Montreal Canadiens. All I'm saying is, is Comrie played well enough that you want a goalie that plays like that to get himself into a rhythm and gain confidence. Like, Here's the thing. He's probably been sitting at home stewing, waiting for this opportunity. Maybe it's been on his schedule. Maybe it hasn't. Yeah. I'm not sure. I know that when I, I, I've never seen 
a goalie coach sit down with two goalies before and go over the schedule, but I saw it and watched it with Chris Terreri yep. talking to Berdur. Okay. And uh who was our goal? Jan Denis was our goalie in New Jersey. And they talked like Marty sat there. He's like, Yeah, I'll play those ones. He's like, give Jan that one. And you know, like any he and those were all subject to change. Like, like that was if he's on a streak. Denny's not getting that game. Like, and I remember there were times where Marty was playing and, and Denny was just like, he didn't get his game. I think he only played. And who, who's Denny? What's who's Denny? Exactly. Jan Denny. Jan Denny. He was our backup goalie. He should just Jersey. be happy to get a goddamn game because he's that's playing my, behind okay. Martin Berdeer. Okay. That's yes. That's not what just I'm saying. Just like, just like, I'm not comparing. I'm not like saying, this, hold on, stop for a second. I'm going over goalie schedules. So there was a schedule and it was always subject to change. Now we don't have a Berdur here. What we have here is the need Could to have win one in the stop. making. But what what we have here is the need to win games. You need to put your best lineup in and give your team your best chance to win every single night. And if Comrie went in the other night and played against the Islanders, who beat you earlier in the year, helps you win a game. You roll with him the next game. But how about this one? What if the team feels that Devin Levi, because they watch him every day in practice, where you don't, you just watch Comrie the other night, and that's the only time you've seen him live all year. But you're going to make your decision off not seeing these guys every single solitary day. If, if they feel that Comrie is going to give them the best chance to win the game against Montreal, they'll play him. But if they feel Devin Levi is going to give them the best chance, they're going to play him. They want that young man to get into routine. He played his last game on Saturday. No, that was Comrie on Saturday, correct? Correct. And when when did Levi play before that? Thursday? Thursday. Is that a week? Or not quite. Said four or five days. That's enough. It's enough for a goaltender that's going to be your number one. He is your clear number one. I think it's important to get him into a routine. I remember listening to Don Granado because you brought up a, a really, really good point that like most. That. What's that? I said, I like when you say that. Okay. Most on most NHL teams and in the past here in, in, in Buffalo, the coaching staff, the goaltending staff basically puts together a plan for the goaltenders where they know where they're well, playing. Just, that's what I was just saying. Okay. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. Because if you were to do your homework, you would have listened to Don Granato say that there is no plan this year for the goaltender. Suh. There's no Perfect. plan for the goaltenders. Perfect. Okay. That's even better than then Devin Levi should not play tonight. If there is no that that was my whole you just answered my whole question. Thank you. Thank you. There is no plan in place. There's no structured schedule and like said, most teams have done in the past. Yeah. That's you're good. gonna go with you're gonna go with 
some you're going to get into the rhythm. You're going to allow to uh, allow your, you know, thank you. So basically what you're saying to me right now, Craig, is that Comrie should start tonight against the Montreal Canadians. Thanks. Appreciate it. No, Thanks for coming I out. That's just me. Everybody. This has been episode three forty six after the whistle presented by Seneca Buffalo Creek casino. Get your bets in. Who's going to play tonight? Comrie or Levi. You're probably right with Levi, which I completely disagree with. Not saying okay. it's the wrong choice. I'm not. Here's a new segment idea. We'll call it the prefacer because I preface everything. I want to make this clear. If Levi plays tonight, I want him to win and I want the Sabres to win because I think the fans deserve it. Okay. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. It's, it's tough. And, and now, after the, since the Bills lost yesterday, Buffalo really needs a little positivity in their sports world. The bandits don't start for a while. <laughs> so. I want him to win. I want to make that clear, but I don't think it's right that he's playing. If he plays, I think Comrie earned it. Like, haven't we said all along, we need a veteran goalie. We need a veteran goalie. Had the Sabres gone out and signed a veteran goalie. Well, this is maybe your veteran goalie. He's still looking for a chance to be a goalie in this league. How old is Comrie? 27, 27, 28, maybe. Yeah. That's no no older than 28. I think second round pick. Yeah, prime world, goaltender. World junior champion, by the way, if I'm not mistaken. Team Canada. Look that up. Do your played, fucking homework. Played, no, no, no. played do behind. Your, do your homework. World junior champ. Devin Levi, world junior champ. Okay. These guys are equal. Only difference is their age. Eric Comrie could be prime for the taking. This could be his, this could be his time in the sun. He's not playing for money. I think his family's loaded. <laughs> what? What? This guy's playing for to just have a career and have his own stake. You know he's loaded. How do you know that? I'm pretty so sure. ridiculous. That's the Comrie family from the brick. Mike Comrie, Eric Comrie, the Comries from the brick. Furniture. Did you know that? Remember Mike the, Comrie? The, furn- the big furniture store in Canada? Yes. The Comries. Is he? Is he? Uh, yes, related to Mike Comrie. Yes, uh, wake the fuck he's up. He's related to the other Comrie that used to play in Edmonton. Yes, I think they're. I, I don't cousins. Think they're, I think they're cousins. I'm gonna take well, a TV. Your, do your damn homework, then. I think I have. I think I'm telling you the information right now. We're gonna take a TV timeout. We're gonna come back and we're gonna have. Damn, this kid's probably driven in a limo to the rink. I heard, okay, so there's a story about Mike Comrie. I think he, did he play in Arizona? Yes. I think they, yes, I think I they think landed. Did, yes. I think they landed one night on their, their charter with the team and they had a day or two off the next day. And next to the plane when they landed was a private jet for them to take them somewhere. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. That's the comrade. He so he's not playing for fucking money. He's not sitting here working out in the no, summer. He's he's he could, his dad could probably own part of the team for crying out loud. He just wants to be an NHL goalie and and shred it. Oh, that's funny. We're going um, to find this out. Hang on a second. Hey, Andrew. You ever been in a car crash? I know you have because you're a terrible driver. But fortunately for me, I haven't. But I know who I'd call if it ever happened to me. Call our friends at Salino Law, 800 
855-555-5555. For a car crash, call Salino, 800-555-5555. You looking for a nice little getaway? Seneca Allegheny Resort and Casino. Natural beauty meets true luxury. Surrounded by the lush hills of the rolling Allegheny Mountains, incredible views are second only to the outstanding accommodations and service. Enjoy the AAA Four Diamond Resort, complete with luxurious rooms and amenities, expansive dining options, and of course, world-class gaming nestled in the foothills, just a short drive from the quaint village of Ellicottville. Go to SenecaAlleghenyCasino.com for more details. So I have some, in, some updated info on the Comries. They are not cousins. They don't even know each other. They don't know each other. They are half brothers. Huh. Huh. Well, he is a Comrie of, of the brick. So like I said, he's not playing for dough. Not trying to make it about that. That's, I mean, come on. You kind of did. Well, kinda, that's in, exactly in a, that's exactly what you did in a positive it. way oh, in a positive okay. way this kid could probably be sitting at home in a nice recliner for sure <laughs> well you think he's tommy boy you think he's like laying by his dad's pool just like well that would be billy madison tommy billy boy madison. came home from marquette and actually went to work and tried to before you know before he went hard to went hard on the on the on the road he, you know he went cow tipping course when he first got home but i wonder if his nickname is billy on the team billy oh billy madison (laughs) yeah they gotta be calling him billy eh? oh my god that's amazing okay let's get serious now he's a brick wall i had to anyone else that we can um throw a little praise like listen i mean we were throwing shit sandwiches the other day um and i think they rightfully deserved a lot of it well, let's look at it this way. They're five games in. This is five games. We you know we always as as if we were doing five game segments. If we were giving out the the money for the segment bonuses, they wouldn't be getting much. This five they're games, not they much. didn't yep. they didn't get. They're not getting anything because they're not they're not over five hundred. You have to be over five hundred, right? Yep. But yep. you're not getting any segment bonuses. Got to be over five hundred. Got to be over five hundred. So they they failed in that regard. So if they're looking for a little envelope of cash in the. Uh, in the stall, it's not there this week. Yep. They're eating at the Olive Garden instead of uh, Morton's. So I wouldn't go to that extreme. Can I throw another bone out there? Can I well, throw a little praise out there for one more guy that. Uh, sure. And then I would like to look at their next five games. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to throw, uh, throw a little love out there for uh, Casey Middlestad. I think you have to, uh, I think you have to. Like he made he made some plays the other night the 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 one play that he just uh, dipsy doodled right down uh, the center center slot and then fed it over to to Jeff Skinner who's he's just a freaking goal scorer man I mean these guys just know how to they know where to be on the ice to score goals that's why they score goals every every single year that's why they were scoring goals when they were kids. Because they okay, just know cool. where to be. Stag, let's not get and sidetracked here. Mitzi, uh, I mean, he he looked awesome. He looked really, really, really good. Playing with two great players. How about the pass to uh, Samuelson? Falls down at the side yep. and then almost goes down, stays on his yep. feet. Or pa- actually, no. Passes it, I think, from his knees, right? Yes. Beside the net. 
Guy's playing his ass off. He obviously was challenged by management in the offseason. They probably talked about a contract extension, especially after the season he had last year. He would have been asking for a lot of dough. And I'm willing to bet that, that that's a guy more than Tage that you could probably say needs to play another year out to find out what he really is. Yes, I I, I can agree with that. You know, yep. And I think I think that that's the philosophy they're using here with Casey. But I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Which is sorry, every single time that he's played with top-end players, you put Casey Middlestad and you use him as an elite centerman, you're going to get output from him. Like, look at what he did last year when he had the opportunity to play with Alex Tuck and Jeff Skinner last year. Absolutely shredded it, went on fire, was the best forward on the team at the end of the year. Now, he's put in a position again this year to play with, you know, Skinner and Tuck. And they went out and they were noticeably a strong, strong unit. And that's what you want. Tage Thompson, I find Tage is a guy that can, wouldn't want to say play on his own, but he's so dynamic. He's so big, long. He's so talented. If you can put players with him, I think that Tage can do things on his own and also make players around him better. So, yeah, I think, uh, you know who would look good playing with Tage? Don't beat me up for this, okay? Just Kane. Spend... Yeah, Pat Kane. Yeah, Pat Kane. If you like middle stuff, I mean, if you're going to shift the lines around, go go get this guy a bona fide superstar to play with. Okay. Just saying. Yeah. I don't want to spend too much time on that. So what was the most noticeable change before we move on here? Well, I mean, what do you mean the most noticeable? They brought in, they brought back uh, Olofsson. I th- throwing a lot of shit sandwiches on Olsen. I thought he played solid. I thought oh, he played a solid game. That's nice. I, I liked nice the to middle hear you stat that. line. I liked, I liked Cousins, Thompson, and Greenway. Um, the defense played solid and great goaltending, but they defended well. They defended well in that game, which to me going back to it all is is like i mean the, the the buffalo sabers in that game had 43 shots to 25 that's 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 damn good that's damn good well okay so they went 2 and 3 in the first 5 games okay yeah probably could have been 3 and 2 they could have won that islanders game the first Islanders game, they could have won that game. That wasn't, I mean, yeah, could have bounced, won, right? Yeah, yeah. right. But I'm just saying, could have been three and two. I don't see the record being much different than that. They didn't deserve to win the Calgary game, and they certainly didn't deserve to win the Ranger game. So they're two and three, whatever. Uh, the, to finish off October, their next five games. Okay, let's hear it. And I'm going to tell you if it's a winner or a maybe or a loss. Well, I'm nervous about tonight against Montreal. Uh, I'm not. Okay, I'm not. I shouldn't be. I'm not. Okay, I'm not either. If the Sabres go out and wax them, I'm. I. I. That's what should happen. It should be a four-one yeah. game, five-two game. This should be a win easily. The Montreal Canadiens are going to come in here. They're going to do what they do every single friggin' time they play here. Um, they're going to work their asses off. They're going to work. That's one thing that you need to know is they are going to work. There you go. They have some young talent. Nothing really concerns me. 
I mean, player for no, player, yeah. Sabres have Suzuki a team. and Caulfield. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good hockey players doesn't make me certainly doesn't make me nervous. I fully expect the Sabres to win this game. They need to win the game. The next Not fully game, expect it. It has to be a win. They play tomorrow night. So this is a back to backer. Okay. Who do they play? They're in Ottawa. <laughs> Loss. <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm not going to I'm I'm giving you I'm giving them a loss because I think Ottawa is a bloody machine. I think that they are like the Sabres, very much like the Sabres. But they went out and have made some pretty significant moves to their roster. And I like their roster. They got yeah, they toughness. lost a guy. They lost the player got that's elite leading the league scoring. in scoring. They lost the league leader in scoring. They gave away to Brinkett. Say so, uh yeah, and eight, how are they goals. now? Got well, rid of friggin' uh, guy that two. didn't want to be there. They're three and two. Okay, didn't want to be there. Detroit. Detroit's five and one. So anyway, we'll talk more about that. They don't play Detroit yet, but Ottawa. So Ottawa's the next game. So yeah, it's gonna be I'm a tough one. Back to back. Throw up a loss, man. No, I'm not I, going I, there. I'm just telling you the next five. Okay, I'm, I'm telling, telling you. I telling you. I'm just gonna say a loss. Then a maybe or 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 a win. So then I'm, they'll I'm have throwing Wednesday and Thursday to heal up. Okay. Uh, and then they have New Jersey on Friday. Lindy Ruff got an extension. Where? I think we should. I'm going to do everything it? in my power. Where is it? To, to bring up. Is it in Buffalo? Does it matter? Yes. It, yes, it matters. I'm going to do everything in our power to bring up Lindy Ruff every show this year. Um, somehow. Not uh, not it has to be organic. Can't be forced. Why does it matter where that game is? It's New Jersey. Hughes. Is it doesn't fire. because Sabers usually stink to high hell at home, and they're better on the road. Um, I don't know that their record. That's going to be a Jersey's loss. Okay. That's going to be a loss. It's, it, it's in New Jersey. Yeah, that's going to be a loss. Um, Colorado on the 29th. <laughs> that's the next <laughs> games. That's the so we got. And then Columbus on October. Let me get this straight. Uh, No, that's preseason. Hold on. I got to next. Keep going. Yeah. Can you just give me the five frigging games, man? Like I just gave you you four. And then Philadelphia at Philly. I would have thought that Philly was someone that we would walk over this year. And guess what? That ain't happening. Philly right now is playing for real. They are, they are, I think, overachieving with what they have. But they're also coached uh, to play at a super high level of hockey. Look at how many moves Philadelphia. They ended up getting rid of their number one defenseman in Provorov. They got, they bought out, they bought out a bloody defenseman. Who's the uh, the righty there that was in uh, New York Rangers? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, um, 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 um. And they bought him out. Yeah, yeah. And he and had like 45 d- points last year. Uh, 45 points and they bought him out. D- not D'Angelo. Get rid of a, a lot of guys. A lot of big guys on that team. And Tortorella cleaned out he was asked to come in there and steer the steer the ship he made big changes in that 
in that organization, their two top defensemen get traded away. One gets bought out. A guy that's making $5 million, D'Angelo, who had what, 45 Isn't points that last I year? said D'Angelo? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I said I was, that. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, that's not going to be an easy game until the Sabres get to a standard where they're the team that everybody fears. And the, um, you know, everybody looked at their lineup and said, wow, <laughs> Sabres have a pretty damn good lineup. A lot of young, awesome, high end talent. But here's the thing they're not consistent. They haven't, you have to earn consistency. You have to show consistency in the way that you play over and over and over and over. And, and when t- teams start to fear you is when you're playing at a high level, basically throughout the entire season. Okay. And okay. I don't think the Sabres are there yet. Philly has a guy that the Sabres need to get after this year. This is your guy. This is your defense partner for Owen Power right here. Okay. This is him. He's 5'11, 200 pounds. He's 28. He'll be 20. He'll be 29 in November. So he'll be 30. He's a UFA. What right hand now, does he shoot? Right. His name is Sean Walker. He's the kid that came from LA. Mm-hmm. Sean Walker. That's exactly. He's the guy that we need to get. Are you being sarcastic? No, I'm just saying it out loud. Definitely not being sarcastic. Um, Because I don't know. You know, Philadelphia went and moved out Kevin Hayes. Kevin Hayes was one of their top players for many years. But there's, I just, I don't think that Tortorella liked who he, who he was maybe in the dressing room on the ice, how he worked, how he wanted the young guys to be around that. There was this decision made for a reason. And then you have this massive trade with trading away their number one defenseman and uh, Ivan Provorov. And then you have a whole bunch of, you know, you have uh, uh, Sean Walker came back in that trade. Right. And you like Sean Walker. He's the guy, if you remember a few years ago, there was a picture of him where his face was just mangled because he took the slap shot to the face, and I think he played the rest of the game. His face was like, his nose was sideways, and he had his no teeth, and he was sick. And I, right. I think I even I think I think even tweeted it out, something about the guy. I think I did. That's why I even know who he is. When I saw Sean Walker, I'm like, is that the guy from L.A.? And I went and looked him up. I'm like, that's the guy you want playing here. Hundred percent, but Danny B won't lose him. Danny B will keep him because you know why. You know why he will? Because he's like a Jay McKee. No, he's not. Okay, he's okay. Jay McKee was six three. Jay McKee was one ninety five. <laughs> Sean, Sean Walker's five. No, he was two hundred. Jay no, McKee was like, yeah, he was like two hundred five. Yeah, he was. He was not. Don't fool. Don't kid yourself. Don't kid yourself, man. That was a skinny block of cheese, man. <laughs> Let's find out how much he weighed. Okay, moving on. Moving on. So we're talking Philly. We went down a rabbit hole. That's your next five games. So you have Montreal tonight, Ottawa tomorrow, in New Jersey, uh Friday. Um, who was after that? Uh Colorado. Colorado, and then Philadelphia. It's not good. 
It's not good. Unless unless the Sabres are going to um, really play consistent, strong defensive hockey, like I mean, really care about defense, uh, they're gonna they're gonna be in big trouble. They're gonna be in big trouble because I look at Montreal and I don't I look at that as a must win for the Buffalo Sabers, okay? But I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a guaranteed win. I don't think it's a guaranteed win. Because I think that I think that uh, the Montreal Canadiens are going to give some teams fits this year, just like last year when Montreal came in here and we were like, "Ah, oh, we're going to spank these guys," and Montreal came in and beat us. You remember that game? It's first game of the year that we played them. Boom. Um, they're they're a pesty team, and uh, I look at Philadelphia right now. Three one and one, they're leading the Metropolitan right now. They have five games played. They're leading the Metropolitan with seven points. This is a team that is playing, obviously, very well together as a unit. They make me nervous. But when you're looking at the other three teams that we have to play in New Jersey, that makes me very nervous. Colorado? Colorado is unbeaten right now, if I, I think. Yeah, they're 5-0. and oh, 10 points, 21 goals for, and 8 against. So how is that possible that the team that scores the most goals has the least amount of goals scored against them in their entire division? How does that work? How does how does the Vegas Golden Knights, who's number two in the Western Conference, has 25 goals, four, and only 11 against? You want to know why? Because they play defense first and things transition off great defense. They have highly skilled players that care about defense. Highly skilled players that care about defense. Um, Buffalo right now, they because repeat, they're so man. young and they're they so could, talented, they're still trying to run and gun right now. They could repeat. A lot of season. I know. I saw your body language. Shoulder oh shrug. Fucking. There's so me. much season right it. now. It is completely off the chart. I know. I know. I know. We don't know how good Boston is. They're five and zero. Did, did for the second year in a row. No, didn't say. Didn't I have think failed. So. For the second year in a row, I have failed. I thought Boston was going to go for a shit sandwich last year. They ended up having um, the best season in NHL history. They lose. Multiple players off their team, multiple high-end players off their team. They don't lose a beat. They're five nothing, or five uh, five wins in their first five games. I'm puzzled. Um, it is what it is. It just seems like there's an environment there that uh, exudes um, winning, and they play the right way. They play the right. Uh, there's definitely there is definitely a standard there. Like a five roll, games, a roll five games. Standard. Five games they've played, they have seven goals against. Can Don Granado tell his team? No one gives a shit if if Tage Thompson scores 50. If you lose games, no one cares. I don't care if he scores 50. I'd rather him score 30. But for him to be a much better defender. And I would say that to Jeff Skinner. I would say it to every single player. On this team. 
I will say I've said this a thousand times. I say it to my parents uh, but say that, in say youth that hockey. To the guys that feel the pressure to have to justify who, you know, I mean, I get it. Winning is one thing, but they still they these players still feel they need to put the numbers up too. I mean, there's pressure for these players. There's pressure for them to perform, even if the team's winning and good. It doesn't matter. They're still viewed a certain way. You know it, and I know it. So it'll be interesting to see how they how they play these next five games. We're going to stick to these five-game segments. No more of this jumping around and then at game 12 and be like, well, you know, after game five, he said, I want to stick to these five-game segments because we did it as players, and they're the best way to break up the season. I mean, it's it really kind of makes everything a little smaller for you to manage how far down the road to look, right? So Yeah. But anything to add on the Sabres before we, we change topics here? Because there's a lot of storylines to start the year, and they don't always no, hang on. I'll, I'll, I'm just, I'm really, really happy for everybody, just everybody, for Don Granato, uh, the coaching staff, the, the goaltending situation. I'm happy that Comrie played real well. I'm sure that he had a lot of pressure on him to perform in that game. I'm happy that the players got a big win, and they played well, too. They allowed one goal. And it was a deflection off a defenseman's chest. They didn't even earn that goal. Okay. This team played defense first, strong hockey. They waited for their opportunities. And because of their skill, their high-end skill, they eventually broke down another team that is insanely good at, at, at defense. So this was a really, really good win all around the board. Something to continue to build off of. Nice job by Don Granato too changing those lines up, getting a different look, a different feel. Doesn't mean that they're going to stay that way the entire season, but it's nice to see that coach make that decision, change things up. It's little nice spark. to know that you can make a an adjustment like that and then have be rewarded for it. Yes, yes. Because, because listen, they lose that game. Yeah. There's criticism. Uh, more finger pointing. They're going to have I mean. people exactly like us I mean. shitting on them and yeah. breaking down all the things that they're doing wrong. Um do you have any they more advice for Donnie? He he obviously listened to the show. We oh, said yeah, we should bring Of course he listened what to the show. What would you tell him? I, I wouldn't tell him anything. Power play? No, okay. Freaking guy's uh guy knows what he's doing. Okay. Guy all knows right. what he's doing. And uh um all I would say just, is all I would I got we got to wrap this show up though. Because I got he has to hear this before he makes the goalie decision. Would you shut up. Has to be Comrie. If it's not Comrie, if it is not my, uh, I almost said Mike Comrie. If it's not Eric Comrie from the Brick, starting in net tonight, I cannot wait for tomorrow's show. Okay, I totally disagree with you. Well, uh, one thousand. Well, we've already gone over this. Just let's leave it at that. You don't have. Okay. We can we can talk about that later. Moving on. Good job, Sabers. Keep it going. Big win. Big. Get this win tonight against Montreal. Boom shakalaka. Every every year at the start of the year, there's always these storylines, and you wonder if they're going to hang on, right? Yep. Like you got the Brinkett leading the NHL and scoring with eight goals. Boom. You know, uh, you have Sam Reinhardt has six goals. I mean, how Coop. many is he? <laughs> Dylan Larkin second in the league scoring with eleven. Yeah, that's not going to. That's not going right. to be there long. Right. You know, Enjoy while you these... can, Dilly. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying because I remember I remember and I went back and looked at the year. And I remember at the start of one season, you were in the league 
obviously, because every year that I was in the league, you were in the league. But do you remember the year Simone Gagne got off to that unbelievable start? He had like 15 goals in the first five games. Um, 05-06 or 06-07. I remember. Was he with Edmonton? No, he was with... um, he was with Philadelphia at the time. Simone okay. Gagne, not okay, uh, Simone Gagne. the other Gagne. Okay. A lot of Gagne's. Um, All I'm saying is he ended up scoring. It was either the 47 goal year that he had or the 41. So it's hard to sustain these things. So there's always these yeah. guys that fly. They have good years. Yeah. But <clears throat> I don't know that Debrinket's going to finish the league leader in scoring. I don't know that. Larkin's going to, but hey. they're off to a good start too. Five hey. and one. What? I mean, could it be a turning of the turning he's, over? Of he's the a, he is a sniper. He is a goal scorer. Whether you love him or you hate him, he is a player. He did not have the greatest a season. I do not think that he was happy when he was traded from Chicago to Ottawa. I do not think that he was very happy. He played that year out. He did what he had to do. But ultimately, he was not going to re-sign. He was not re-signing with Ottawa. And they realized that. They tried to get him to sign. He wouldn't budge. He had a shitty year. And he still scored 27 goals and 66 points. This player is a player. He's already scored multiple 40-goal seasons. If I were to say to you that this kid's going to score 55 this year, it wouldn't surprise me whatsoever because he's a goal scorer. He is a sniper. He's also playing with a very, very good hockey player in Dylan Larkin. So there's well, obviously the chemistry there. Better. And they're 5-1. and one. And the team's gotten better, yes. And we've talked about this team. We talked about them for the last couple of years. But last year was a year that we thought we would see them take strides they took strides from the basement to about, you know, halfway up the stairs. And now I think they're there. I think they really are there. I like what Steve Eiserman's done there. Uh, you, I've just got this in my head right now. I, I think that we should be writing stuff down. As our season goes on, we're going to add to the list. And at the end of the year, we're going to look back at our predictions on certain things to see if we were right or wrong. How many okay. goals does Alex DeBrinket score this year? 50. You're just going 50. Yeah. Over 50. He only needs very 43. Clearly, very clearly do not understand the game that we're playing. I, I hate this eight. shit. Well, how many goals do over under? I, don't, I can't predict. I don't know. 51. 49. 51 goals one. for Andrew. I'm going to do 40. This is so stupid. I hate 44. this shit. I'm doing 44. You did 51. 44 for Debrinket? 44, career season, Um, you're going What's 51. the most he's had? Has he not had 40 before? He's had 41 twice. <laughs> and he has eight in his first fucking five games, six yep. games. 
Okay. And I think they're going to put a lot of pressure on him. Okay. Once you once okay. you have guys, next, what's what, the next prediction? I, I don't need to hear how Alex to shut Ovechkin? down to break it from you. What this is this is why Alex Ovechkin is such a mind blowing hockey player in this league. He's done it through different generations, and he's still at the age of thirty eight is still scoring goals. It is mind busting. Okay, how he how teams literally watch video to shut down this player and they still can't. That's what makes him just superhuman. Okay, to bring it hell of a hockey player. Fifty one for you. Forty four for me. I'm going to actually paste this on my wall and we're going to continue to add our predictions throughout the year and see where we end up. You can't say that Ovi still scores goals because he hasn't scored a goal yet. Can't he hasn't well, scored a goal? He has not scored a goal as a thirty-eight-year-old. He yeah, he's eight September seventeenth. Well, I'm just saying. Stop saying that they. Well, that's what you what they you're can't saying. Stop is... him. They can't stop him at thirty-eight. Well, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, we just talked about this. He just went shotless two games in a row. So guess what? They figured out how to how to solve the thirty-eight-year-old uh, weapon there, Rip. So moving on. By the way, by the way, someone said the other day that. You know, tell Rib to stop saying Scud Missile because Scud Missile apparently was like one of the weakest, most unreliable missiles in the war at the time. Whenever they were really, fighting. yeah, apparently. So Adam Mare was unreliable. I uh, know. Maybe it wasn't unreliable. Maybe it was like, um, um, not unreliable. Wrong word. I can I can see the smoke. Unpredictable. Unpredictable. That's what made him the Scud missile. That was amazing. So Mersey, fine. But when you're like, Mersey. when you're saying like, he shot it like a top corner like a Scud missile, and there's just like someone's like, nah. But that's Scud missile's not very reliable. So uh, you know, pick another missile. I guess is all he's saying. Okay. Thanks. No, so I don't thanks, know. I don't. Thanks for that it, help. Okay. So what's another prediction? Tell me. What do you, what else do you want to know? Connor McDavid's out two weeks, upper body. Here's the thing. If you saw the footage of him going off, it looks like he's holding his lower back. He's kind of, you know, he's going now. I don't know. What do they have? Him, what do they have him as upper, upper body, body or lower body? Yeah. So if upper it's body. Like, yeah. L four five would be upper body. Technically L four five. L5S1 would be more like mid body. So body, upper body. What's what's the worst upper body injury you can have? I have it in my head right now. Torn heartilage. I got it. A blown motivator cuff. Uh lost eye. Concussion. <laughs> well, what is your guess? Uh, skate to the face, skate to the neck. I'm just going through all the worst upper body injuries in hockey that I've witnessed in my time. How about this one? Oblique injury. Oh, no. Is that what you're thinking for, for Mac Jesus? I'm saying the oblique is a tough that one. The oblique is a tough one. It is a. No go injury. I mean, 
your stomach, your obliques. But are, if he has are, a if he has a, a disc issue in his back, he's a back mm, issue. That's literally yeah, the backbone of your backbone. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's not even go there. Who cares? Uh, what do you mean? David's going to heal. Is, well, what? What do you want me to say? Two weeks is just a is just a is just caution tape. Two weeks. They say anything longer than two weeks, and it's a fucking now. All of a sudden, what is it? Two weeks. They say yeah. one to two weeks. Okay, they're gonna probably push him to two weeks because in one week you could probably take any flare out of anything, right? So what are we dealing with here with him? So if it's one week, upper body, shoulder. Just trying to think of things that take a week. Didn't see him get hit. But who knows? I mean, it could be literally anything. Could be a wrist injury, forearm, elbow. Well, if the shoulder. Well, if his arm's by its side, it's a lower body injury. Rasmus Anderson handed a four-game suspension for a open ice hit on Patrick Laine, four-game suspension. Now, the NHLPA is appealing this suspension, and I wanted to know your thoughts on the actual hit, if you think that it will stand, or, or should this be something that the league looks at and... Maybe gives him a, a lesser suspension. Well, why is the uh, PA getting involved here? Because it's an out of character hit for a guy like this. Is that does that what it, is that what it comes down to? Never been suspended, right? That type of thing. He has not been suspended before. I I don't see Rasmus Anderson. Um, when you think of dirty, you do not think of Rasmus Anderson. He's a hell of a hockey player. He is he is their number one defenseman in Calgary. He's he's a point producing uh player for them. He's 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 a pretty damn good player. But well listen, he, I, did you I see the this. hit? I'm, yeah, I saw the hit. And well, Line is the right handed shot. He, he should have just deflected that step puck out through the middle of the ice and not tried to make a play. Well, the the goalie was pulled. Yeah, Calgary he's trying, was, to, he's uh, trying to score. Trying to score instead of making a smart defensive play and just kind of like with the opening of his blade to deflect that puck between the two defenders and then let the puck roll out to the neutral zone, kill some of the clock, and skate and get it. He's he decides, a goal scorer. He decide from his own friggin' blue line. Yes, okay, absolutely. Fine. So the goalie's pulled. He decides to take the puck, pull it to his forehand, yep. which allows the defender. To now clo- make clo- close in on him, and now that is when he decides to to finish the check. Yep. He wouldn't have hit. He wouldn't have hit Line A if Line A just deflects that puck into the slot, okay, or not in the slot into the neutral yep. zone. So instead, instead Line A takes a takes a shot for What's it. What does this have to do with Line? What does it have to do with Line A? Just answer the question. Do you think it's a four game suspension or no, not? No, I don't think it's a four game suspension. What do you I, think I, it is? I think what it should think be it? a f- fucking four minute charging penalty. Oh, okay. It's not a I suspension. don't agree with that at all. Well, um, well this Line is a, a takes the shot. Line A takes the shot and then bails out. So now, now the guy has to 
now a guy leans into him. He's he's fucking falling backwards. First of all, he's uh, a foot off the ice. He lunged basically into the head area of Patrick Line. All of these are no-nos when it comes to making a body check. He is off the ice. That's number one. Number two, he targets the head. That has been the one thing in this game that is that you're trying to take out. I don't believe that this is a four-game suspension. This is a suspension. Four games is Riff. is is ridiculous. Riff, he's I'm I'm watching the hit right here. I've watched it twelve is, times as how, you were talking. Look how close he is. Look how close he is to line A, and his feet are still on the ice. Okay. Okay. His feet okay. are still on the ice. His okay. elbows tucked. The it's awesome is- how you can stop the video, but go a half a second okay. longer. Well, but but and that's where he would off have the to ice. Be- that's where he would have to be leaving his feet for it to even be effective. He's following through with the hit in line A. Look how low he is. After the shot, his body's twisted because he knows he's about to get murdered because he just iced the puck instead of shot it to the net. So not only did so not only so did he I can show you a frame that his one feet second off the ice. His feet aren't a, off the ice until after he follows through with the check. His feet. Look at. Look at. So. So tell me if is that is that okay then? Look at. He's falling. He's falling sideways. That foot. That his bottom foot is on the ice. Craig. He's falling into line A. Andrew, I can show you a framework right now that it shows him lunging into him. Leaks that he's even suspended for this. It's it's atrocious, atrocious that the league is suspending him for this. I'm happy that the NHLPA is getting involved because at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you what, Patrick Laine is solely responsible for whatever injury he has, whether it's his knee that was crumpled up underneath him like a fucking accordion or the concussion that he's going to have to nurse and rush back from because, you know. I don't think he's injured. That's the best part about it. Okay, there you go. Well, he shouldn't be. It wasn't that hard of a hit. The only, the only, the only, it was a great hit. It was late in the game. Calgary was losing. They were pissed off. Patrick Laine has to know that. How many times have we gone over the boards and the score is lopsided where you're losing and the game's over and the net's pulled? And there's no other, there's no other, uh, there's no chance to win. I mean, I haven't been on the ice of those times. Answer to this question. <laughs> Answer the question. But I can imagine what it'd be like, though. What? Answer the question. Did he leave his feet? Yes. He came off or no. I didn't ask you to give me an explanation. No, no, not to ask you to answer the question, not to initiate the check. No. I'm asking you a question. I just answered. And you're going to give me a yes or no answer. Did he leave his feet? No, he did not. Did his feet come off the ice? He deserves six then. Because if that's going to be your argument, I'd give him six. Six games. Well, I think because uh, you're lying, you're I'm lying. lying. I, I'm not lying. You are lying. I'm so he lying. should get six games. I would move it up. If I was Gary Bettman, I would ask the question. I don't want an explanation. I want you to ask, answer my question. Did he leave his feet? And if they said, oh, no, he didn't leave his feet. Then I would go to six games. Get out of my office. Well, did he, uh, did he hit the head? Did he hit his head? 
Was it the... Did uh, he hit his head? Okay. No, I'm not playing this game. Eight games. Get out of my office. (laughs) Thanks. Eight games. We'll see you in uh, friggin' uh, the end of November. Okay. All right. Well, here, I'll see you at the end of the show here. Um, For the record, I voted on the After the Whistle uh, poll for Comrie to start, and 78% of the people are voting in favor of Comrie. Uh, If so facto. All right. This should be fun to watch. Anyway, I gave my vote. Thanks for listening. I don't know on a scale of 1 to 10 how much I enjoy working with you. Go your day. I get a quick little hello. Hello. Well, speak into the mic at least. Show a little bit of effort here. Well, I shouldn't have to do that. My mic doesn't change. I don't touch it. From the time I do it, I just go like this. I turn it and I push it right there and I bring it back. So my mic should never change. Where you're like fucking sucking your fucking microphone all the time. And you're coming in hot. Then you're fucking, oh, well, why is this? Fuck, I turn my fucking mic. <laughs> I don't ever fucking touch my mic. I don't either. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs>